Good morning and welcome to the Be Unconventional podcast. I'm your host, Rakita Harper, and I'm here to help you win this week. So let's dive right in. Hello, 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 and happy new year to you. I hope you had a fun and safe weekend bringing in the new year. And I also hope that you're ready to be challenged to live life unconventionally with me. And as always, we're going to dive into the word of God, learning how to apply his word to our everyday lives so that we can always resist the urge to conform to this world. So today's topic is very personal for me. It's titled The Elevated Perspective. And I say it's personal because I'm currently walking this one out, listening to the Lord, being very, very sensitive to the leading of the Holy Spirit as it pertains to my perspective about my life right now. So many of you know that my husband and I have moved from the great state of Texas to Colorado to be equipped in ministry and to learn um, how to walk this out as ministers. And this is a very surreal moment for us. It doesn't even feel like we live in Colorado. It just feels like we're visiting, but we will be here for three years. And so I wanted to share with you some things that I believe the Lord has been speaking to me about having an elevated perspective. So if you know me, you know that I'm a common sense type of person. But as I mentioned last week, common sense has its place. And when you're being led by the spirit of God, your common sense will be challenged. In Romans chapter 8, verses 6 through 9, the Passion Translation, it tells us, For the sense and reason of the flesh is death, but the mindset controlled by the Spirit finds life and peace. Verse 7 says, In fact, the mindset focused on the flesh fights God's plan and refuses to submit to his direction because it cannot. Verse 8, for no matter how hard they try, God finds no pleasure with those who are controlled by the flesh. Verse 9, but when the spirit of Christ empowers your life, you are not dominated by the flesh, but by the spirit. And if you're not joined to the spirit of the anointed one or Christ, You are not of him. See, we must have an elevated perspective on all things. And you, if you are a born again believer, you can do that. So for me, I believe that my word for this year is seated. S-E-A-T-E-D, seated. And I am going to take you to the book of Ephesians chapter two to paint a picture of what I believe the Lord is speaking to me. Now, while this word is very personal for me, it is also universal for the believer because every born again believer is seated with Christ in heavenly places. That is what Ephesians 2 verses 1 through 6 tells us. And I'm actually going to read that for you in the Amplified Version. 
I want you to listen intently because if you're a Christian, this is your spiritual position. And it is from this place that we must learn to live and think. So Ephesians chapter 2, starting with verse 1, amplified. And you he made alive when you were spiritually dead and separated from him because of your transgressions and sins in which you once walked. You were following the ways of this world, influenced by this present age, in accordance with the prince of the power of the air, Satan, the spirit who is now at work in the disobedient, the unbelieving who fight against the purposes of God. Among these unbelievers, we all once lived in the passions of our flesh, our behavior governed by the sinful self, indulging in the desires of human nature without the Holy Spirit and the impulses of the sinful mind. We were, by nature, children under the sentence of God's wrath, just like the rest of mankind. But God, being so very rich in mercy, because of his great and wonderful love with which he loved us, even when we were spiritually dead and separated from him because of our sins, he made us spiritually alive together with Christ. For by his grace, his undeserved favor and mercy, you have been saved from God's judgment. And he raised us up together with him when we believed. And what? Seated us with him in the heavenly places because we are in Christ. That is such a powerful scripture. And it's, it's a passage of scripture that you're probably going to have to read, reread, and read again to study it, meditate on it, and allow Holy Spirit to give you a revelation of exactly what it means to live in Christ and the benefits of living from an elevated place, the benefits of thinking from an elevated place. The book of John chapter 15 verse 5 in the New Living Translation reads, Yes, I am the vine, you are the branches. Those who remain in me and I in them will produce much fruit. For apart from me, you can do nothing. It is only when we believe and see ourselves in Christ that we live from that place and produce what he has called us to do or produce the fruit people will know that you are of God by the fruit that you bear so when we think about being in our spiritual position that is elevated I personally think about when I'm getting on an airplane now I am for feet 11 inches tall which means most people are taller than I am and the people who were once towering towering over me as I was boarding the plane once we are a certain altitude 
those same people, if I look down, those same people are like little ants on the earth. Okay, so let's put it in this perspective. Think of King David uh, before he was actually, um, before he had actually taken the throne. He was just a shepherd boy and he defeated a giant. I think of David just, you know, I imagine him being short, um, especially compared to Goliath, right? The only way he was able to defeat a giant, he had to see himself protected by God. He imagined himself having the power from God to do that. It's almost as if he could see, he had an elevated perspective of this giant. While everybody else was looking at Goliath from a surface level, from the physical realm, it took David to see into the spirit to realize that because of the God he served, he could take down a giant. So what is it in your life right now that seems insurmountable? That maybe, just maybe, if you changed your perspective of it, it wouldn't seem so big. Or it wouldn't seem so hard to tackle. Another thing we need to note about David defeating the Goliath is that he didn't rely on his own strength or his own smarts. He knew where his help was coming from. Now we... Those of us who are in Christ Jesus, in this new covenant, this better covenant, how much more capable are we of taking down giants now that the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead lives on the inside of us when we see that being born again, our spiritual position is just as much a reality as driving our cars. When we believe that our spiritual position is our actual reality and we start living from that place, we can't be defeated. There's no reason to be down and depressed when you realize that you are with Christ in heavenly places. And even when I look at what it means to be seated, I think of Jesus saying in John 19:30, it is finished. Meaning brought to an end, accomplished, complete, paid in full. Mark 16:19 tells us that this is why he sat down. His redemptive work was done once and for all. Now, in the Old Testament, the priest's work was never done. So there was no sitting down and resting. But check this out. 
we aren't saved by our works. So we get to sit and rest in Christ's redemptive work. When God finished creating the heaven and the earth, he rested. And when Jesus finished his redemptive work on the cross, he sat. He rested. And now we don't have to work to be saved. Now we don't have to, um, you know, kill bulls and rams and lambs in order for our sins to be forgiven. No, he was the ultimate sacrifice for our sin. And everything attached to sin died on the cross with him. So we can never do enough good to repay him for what he has already done. All we have to do is take our seat and rest. That's it. I think about moving from 80 feet above sea level to now living, living, not just visiting. My husband and I live now from an elevated place, 6,000 plus feet above sea level. And do you know that it's uncomfortable because we're not used to it? And I'm sure many of you have heard of elevation sickness. We didn't have too much of it, but our bodies are still adjusting to being in a new place, not just a new place, but a high place, right? The air is different up here. The, the, the sun hits different up here. The, the, the winter cold is a different type of cold than Texas cold. So, so our physical bodies are adjusting to the unseen. The unseen altitude. Altitude is unseen. Like when you're driving across state lines to Colorado, you don't necessarily see that you're elevated, you know, but you sure as heck feel it. <laughs> and it is not comfortable. So it's going to take some time for our physical bodies, even for our mental, our mindsets to adjust to being in a high and new place. So as it is in the spiritual realm, the spiritual realm is where we are actually located as spiritual beings, right? And I say located, meaning in heavenly places with Jesus. That's where you are spiritually. And in, the, in your body, in your physical body, you are on earth. But it takes some discipline and some practice to recognize which realm you're living in and to make the necessary adjustments. Everything you go through in life on earth is temporary, yet it, I know it feels so real. And But Rikita, you can't say that what I'm going through is not real. I'm on earth. How can I deal with my earthly problems from a spiritual place? How can I just sit down and rest when I got rebellious children? A spouse that wants to leave me. A job that's demanding so much of my time that I don't sleep well. 
How can you say I can just take my seat and not work and not and not worry? Well, when you became a born again Christian, you absolutely have the mind of Christ. You absolutely can gain his perspective on the matter and apply it to your earthly problem. The beauty of being seated with Christ in heavenly places is being so close to his mouth that you can hear what he has to say about the situation. His wisdom, his leading, his guiding. So I'm going to do something different today. I'm not going to give you a prayer directive for the week, but I am going to pray for you. And later today on the Be Unconventional Facebook, Instagram socials, I will post scripture references in the form of affirmations that I want you to speak over yourself. I want you to live a life that says, I am seated. I want you to see yourself seated, resting, fully trusting, fully depending on God. So right now in the name of Jesus, I declare that for anyone listening to this particular topic, that you take your rightful place. In the name of Jesus, I speak to your spirit. And I call forth the child of God who is anointed, the child of God who is capable, who is righteous, who is blameless. You can and you will defeat the enemy that is fighting you. You can and you will take your seat and rest in the name of Jesus. There is absolutely nothing you can't do in him, but apart from him, you can't do anything. Stay in your place. Take your place and stay in that place. Live from that place. Think from that place. The elevated perspective will bless your life. The elevated perspective will bring so much peace and prosperity to your life. You will experience the abundant life that Jesus died for you to have when you elevate your perspective, when you see things the way he sees them, when you say what he says, when you echo his authority. That's living life from an elevated place. I know it's uncomfortable. I know it doesn't make sense to your senses. But you won't regret. You will never ever regret going higher in God. And there are people and there are things that can't go with you. And giving up those people, giving up those things is going to hurt for a little while. But once you get to where you're going, you'll see that it wasn't even necessary to fret. 
I love you with the love of the Lord. I know this was a short topic for the day, but I just want to encourage you. I want you to be empowered. And I want you to tackle your life's issues in Christ. Not on your own. In Christ. See them differently. Elevate your perspective. And see victory. And for those of you who are listening who haven't made that step to salvation or making Jesus your personal Lord and Savior, I would like to invite you to accept him today. The Bible said in the book of John, chapter 3, verse 16, For God so loved the world, he gave his one and only Son, and whoever believes in him will not perish, but have everlasting life. John chapter 10, verse 10, Jesus explains the difference between he and Satan. He says the thief, or Satan, comes only in order to steal, kill, and destroy. I came that they may have life and enjoy life and have it in abundance to the full until it overflows. Even the book of Hebrews chapter 9 verse 15 says, So Jesus is the one who has enacted a new covenant with a new relationship with God so that those who accept the invitation will receive the eternal inheritance he has promised to his heirs. For he died to release us from the guilt of the violations committed under the first covenant. And lastly, Romans chapter 10 verse 9 says, And what is God's living message? It is the revelation of faith for salvation which is the message that we preach. For if you publicly declare with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will experience salvation. Repeat after me and take this next step towards true freedom that is only found in Christ. Jesus, I recognize my need for a savior. Because you so willingly gave your life for me, I willingly give my life to you. I confess with my mouth that you are Lord. And I believe in my heart that God raised you from the dead. I receive my salvation now. I receive my physical, emotional, and mental healing that comes with my new life. Thank you for freeing me of my guilt and shame. In your name, Jesus, I pray. Amen. And just like that, welcome to the kingdom of God. Angels are rejoicing now because of your decision. This, my friend, is the first day of the best days of your life. If today's episode was a blessing to you, or if you received Jesus into your heart, there are a few ways you can let me know so I and other listeners can celebrate with you. 
Number one, subscribe and leave a review. Number two, send me a private message on the Be Unconventional Instagram and Facebook socials. Or you can email me at rakitaharper at gmail.com. Number three, leave what I would like to call a victory voicemail by simply using the link in the bio of the Be Unconventional socials on Instagram and Facebook. Your voicemail may end up on an episode. And lastly, share with others. I'm your host, Rakita Harper, reminding you to be encouraged, be empowered, be inspired, but most importantly, be unconventional.